welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Thursday, February 11th. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ Composite both maintained their previous day's range. But what do we see out of the broad market today? Relatively quiet day after yesterday's fireworks. I mean, the bulls will tell you it's healthy digestion for another move higher. Bears will tell you it's some sideways action before another move lower. Really, it was just a quiet inside day. Bumble made its trading debut today. The company was valued at more than $8 billion coming into its IPO. How was Bumble's first date in the public markets? So Bumble is, of course, the online dating site where women have to make the first move, just a revolutionary business. But as far as the debut goes, this was the classic IPO pump we saw all last year. They oversubscribed the offering. So while it priced at 43 a share, their first print as a public company was above 76 a share. So it opened up 77%, left no meat on the bone for the retail investors as it closed around intraday lows, 70 bucks or so. This script has been very typical of the IPO market the last year, year and a half. But it did close up 63% technically, so definitely a successful day one in that respect. Disney reported earnings after the close. The major focus coming into this report was the performance of Disney Plus's streaming service. So how did the company's quarter come out? Disney up after hours on this report. Early indications, it was pretty solid as they beat on top and bottom line. They beat profit expectations with revenues not declining as much as they had feared It's the first report since they restructured their business to have a larger focus on the streaming aspect, and it looks like it's paying off. Paid subscribers for Disney Plus topped expectations by over $4 million. ESPN Plus subs jumped 83%, and Hulu rose 30%, all beating expectations. With the stock up after hours, we're learning it cares more about the streaming growth than any revenue lost from parks. Pot stocks got pummeled today after their recent rally. Aurora Cannabis was up more than 70% in the last seven days coming into today, but dropped 23.5% ahead of its earnings after the close. Did the cannabis company close the quarter on a high note? These pot stocks are all trading on the growth aspect, so that's what we need to see in these names to deem these reports a success. And these numbers are looking pretty good in that respect, increasing revenue 28% year over year as they continue to progress towards positive cash flow. It improved its cash use during the quarter by more than 74% compared with last year. And they've got about $565 million cash on hand. That's, of course, in Canadian dollars. I'm not sure of the math on that to U.S. dollars. But the market seems to like these earnings as the name's up 10% after hours. We saw strength in semiconductors. NVIDIA broke out to blue skies, and the stock is already up 12% this week. We've also seen headlines regarding a semiconductor shortage. What's the latest with the semis, and could these stocks continue to surge? So we briefly touched on this yesterday, going over GM earnings when we mentioned the worldwide chip shortage going on that's expected to cut automakers' bottom lines pretty heavily to the tune of $61 billion worldwide. The chip shortage all began with the pandemic causing a massive surge in demand for personal computers and other electronics for work or school or whatever it may be. Another major reason was simply shifting business models. Many of the top semi-companies have moved to a fabulous production, meaning their facilities only design the chips and technology in them. They outsource to other companies known as foundries, which physically make the chips. The most popular foundries are TSMC out of Taiwan or Samsung in South Korea. And the reason the sector is going nuts is the simple supply and demand issue. Companies have to literally get in line to buy any semiconductors, and they just can't produce enough of them right now. So what's going on with the auto industry as a result? 
So semiconductors are important components of new vehicles like infotainment systems, along with more basic parts such as power steering and brakes. New models can have hundreds of semiconductors, and there is drama surrounding this between all the largest automakers. Dan Hirsch, an MD at Alix Partners, said the situation could turn into a knife fight between companies, industries, even countries, as everyone is scrambling to get their hands on these chips right now. GM and Ford are planning on building vehicles, just putting them in storage until these supplies become more readily available. They're expecting almost 700,000 fewer vehicles to be produced just in the first quarter alone. All these companies are just cutting production targets. Even the government's looking to step in at this point. We found out hours ago, President Biden is signing an executive order to conduct a supply chain review, along with developing a long-term strategy to avoid future shortages. So we'll keep an eye on all the semi-news as it continues to come out. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. And then I'll wrap up the week. The markets will be closed on Monday in observance of President's Day, but we'll be back on Tuesday after hours. Sounds good. See you next week. You've been listening to StockTwits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.